The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week two. We're here. Week two, Bear. Are you, are you, do you have anything for the people? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, well, you, well, fine. Have, have your pound of flesh. Yep. Went 0-4 in the column, 1-2 and 2 on the board. The grand scheme of things, it, and what's gone on in my life the last three months, <laughs> it don't matter. Believe me. It makes you feel good about yourself. It, it, it's, it's all good. The best thing is that we got another week. Correct. And once again, I just want to remind people, you know, what we're using for our picks is is in the column. Uh, you got to go to chalk. We have our own page yep. now, our own column. It's just me and the bear trying to make it a little more conversational, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I went two and three. Two of them were featured on bad beats, yep. and another one was a half point loss. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys are all happy. Um, uh, making fun of us yeah. for a rough oh, week. Oh, oh, I actually feel great. Yeah, yeah. Owen four, Owen four, Owen four. One of the loss was a hook. <laughs> In the Wake Forest, yeah. where with the line, we clearly we moved the line. I'm sure people that like, wasn't fun. And then and then the Coastal Carolina game, where I'm still trying to figure out why Ugh. we had a pass interference flag picked up in the end zone late in the second half, down down within back door. Did you get that one on the, on the iPad, or you were just? I was the watching. Game I was watching that on the iPad. It was it, it was enjoyable firing that up on ESPN three, watching the final <laughs> eight minutes of that game on the bus with with Fowler and Herb Street laughing at me. Uh, locked in from uh, from Conway. That is great. Um, yeah, that that's uh, the face mask in the Kentucky game. That was a great call. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna move on. We're moving on. It's week two, exactly. as I said. You know what else is great news? We got this. And then in a big time steamer condo pick, that you can bet your condo on. Although it's not a condo. It's not a condo. It's like the post Labor Day Florida Gulf Coast weekend rental type yep. play. Or you know, I, I was saying, you know, it's it's new tires on the car, you know. But still, just but he he feels good about it. He does. He feels good. All right, so we do have a steamer for this week. We will get that in a second. But on the field, bear, when you look at, you know, we're going to talk to Greg McElroy at uh, after our picks here. Um, just you know, he's he's got BYU in Tennessee. He called Florida State last week. Um, and we're going to preview some LSU, uh, Texas with him along with Clemson and AM. But when you look at it, I mean, you've been all over, all over the map the la- over Labor Day weekend. You know, as you t- have a couple days to let things simmer, what are you not buying in as an overreaction? I mean, I, I don't, I don't buy the, the overreaction that, that the Pac 12 is like eliminated from college football playoff contention. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, Oregon certainly, should have I, I I think should have won that game on on Saturday night and and I think this will be a spot where now it's a separate question obviously is are the Ducks good enough to win out in the Pac-12 that remains to be seen uh, but look in 2016 you had a Washington team that didn't play a soul in the non-conference mm-hmm. that lost to the best team that had played all year long on their home field and they got to the playoff with one loss like if Oregon were to run the table with one loss or Washington were to win the Pac-12 with 12 and one. Uh, depending on what happens elsewhere, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not shuffling dirt on on the Pac-12's grave right now in terms of regional playoff at all. I, I mean, I, I was I was actually impressed with with, with Oregon. I mean, obviously you're, you're down running backs and wide receivers due to injury, but 
uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take a positive spin on the Pac-12 and, and certainly not label them as completely out of this thing yet. Uh, along those lines, mine was, I think we could possibly see the losses by Florida State and Oregon completely different in like 10 weeks. You know, the overreaction mm-hmm. of how bad they were, I think are they're going to end up being good losses is what, basically what I'm saying. And you don't feel like, like everybody's just, I know Florida State lost in bad fashion and Oregon did too. But when you look at over time and they're able to build up their resume as they start from scratch after these losses, I think there's going to be some substance there where it could be a, 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 a good loss. Sure. And this idea of the SEC East, okay, and the SEC as a whole, and listen, I think sometimes they get more credit than they should. But this idea of, oh, if you take away Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, (laughs) what do they have? Do that with any conference. Who's good if you take away the top three teams in a conference? So that, that, um, that narrative is, is, is beyond. So, uh, have fun with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. These conferences, every conference has got an awful bottom, a soft middle, and couple of good teams. How your teams at the top do is how you're going to be judged. And I, I will say I do think it's fair, though, to say that we expected South Carolina and Tennessee and Missouri to be better this year and for South Carolina to blow a double-digit lead to a team that won, what, one game, I think, against an FBS team last mm-hmm. year, two games total in Mac's first game and some questionable play calling. Uh, to have Missouri jump out to a quick lead – Against a team that's incapable of throwing the ball, and you 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 lose in Laramie. That that that's a troubling loss. And for Tennessee to lose as a four touchdown favorite on its home field that had been non competitive in any of their previous games against Power Five teams, uh, it, it, it's concerning. So I mean, I, I do think that there is something to say uh, about maybe the, we we read or we were a little too optimistic. It's funny though because in we talked about it on the pod. Like everybody loved Missouri. Everyone was on Missouri's win total over. They're going to be 8-0. and If you're not good enough, a loss is going to find you. And that's what <laughs> happened in Laramie on Saturday night. Sure Where was did. that loss last year, by the way? I think the only two win totals we lost last year, I lost, were the Wyoming over and the Missouri under. And where where, where was well, that, that loss? Can, can, we, can, we, can I get retroactive credit for that <laughs> from last year? To, I, don't, I don't think that's going to fly. I don't think so either. Uh, but let's spin it forward, all right? Let's go! Week two, I'm not I'm not overreacting when I look at all this stuff. Uh, I look at things more two to th- week two to three because I, I these team people. I mean, we got we talked about the overreaction, but these teams, a lot of them don't have an identity. A lot of teams are are playing new guys. Week one is really tough. I, I think you have a better idea what you have when you get into week two. And then when I look at the slate for week two, I don't want anything <laughs> to do with a lot of these games. I mean, are the guys out in the desert getting that much better? They're getting pretty good. Well, it's a combination of that and that I think a lot of people are using a lot of the same metrics out there for their for their power ratings. And, and the fact that you have uh, Vegas odds makers now looking at uh, SP Plus and, and, Sag- and, and some other power ratings to help go into their uh, their 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 numbers that, are, that it, these numbers are these numbers are tough and I mean I, I think I've seen that I mean last week it was a reach to get four games this week 
Uh, I, I think I found a couple of just terrible teams to latch onto <laughs> that there, there, there might be a good, a good uh, situation to play them. But I, I certainly think it, it bodes to looking at some in-game stuff as, as the way to get, if you have the ability to do that, uh, is in-game might be the way to go just because these, these numbers right yeah. at the batter. So, so, so sharp. They are good. Uh, we promised it. Let's get the people. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick, if you can bet your condo won't. You mentioned him. I did. It's Wyoming. The steamer is Wyoming. He loves Wyoming. He doesn't think much of my Texas State team. I was planning on being 0-2 with Texas State here, so I'm not going to argue with it. But give the 7. The steamer pick is Wyoming. You have it. Everybody has it. Everybody's going to be happy. We hope. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, as far as we go, I'll start here. Uh, uh, noon Saturday, uh, Maryland, Syracuse. I don't expect much uh, defense here. I think Syracuse didn't show one thing against Liberty. I thought um, weird game. We had this on a TV because Van Pelt gave out uh, – Liberty and winners. You couldn't score. No, they could turn the ball over three yep. times, you know, going in. Weird game. But I, 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 you know, obviously Hugh Freeze up in the hospital bed in the press box, which was just, I, I couldn't take your eyes off it. Um, but I look at Syracuse as everybody's talking about this trap game, trap game. This is a Maryland tra- trap game for Syracuse because they host Clemson next week. I look at Maryland just wanting to come out and prove themselves. They got some serious talent on offense. Uh, I know the offensive line is is probably overmatched against the Syracuse defensive line, so I look at Loxley and, and his staff spread things out and use that speed because they have it. They got some guys that 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 can take it to the house in a hurry. So this number is at fifty eight. The over, I like the over. Um, I was not. Uh, Pleased with what I saw from Devito at quarterback from Syracuse, right, under fifty percent. Yeah, couple of picks uh, in. yeah, uh, only one hundred and seventy something yards. Um, but I expect him to be a lot better. And Babers, so. Babers, Babers thought he would be better. Yeah, I just, he tried pressing things. The pick in the end zone was terrible. Like it was like an old school Brett yep. Favre throw. Like yeah. going to your left, sidearm, trying to be a hero. And, and you, and it's you, not him. And That's you kind of, and then you kind of knew that you were your defense. I mean, they weren't going to score anyway. No. I mean, you you were in a, you were in a position where you were go, you weren't going to lose the game, so why why not take a shot? But you you're right they they should they should take a step forward. But this is a this is an interesting game because, I mean, this is the old uh, Maryland now as the time we're doing this is favored in the yeah, game. Yeah, that's it's that's like, the other thing it, I was going to talk it, about. It, it, it's the old like the the team that's got the the ranking next to their mm-hmm. number with, with Syracuse on the road as an underdog against an unranked team, and and, and like first and foremost, I'm like a. I'm 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 a researcher. I'm an information yeah, guy. Yeah, you are. I'm notes, uh, history, historian of the game, and like, like the first thing like in our show is like, hey, how often is an unranked team favored over a ranked team's an underdog yeah. to an unranked? And like, so of course I'm, that's like the first thing I'm going to look up and see if there's an interesting note or a trend to kind of pass along. Is a and look, it's not like you never bet a game just because of an angle or a. Or, or a trend like that, but but it's 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 a good little note, and I think a lot of people find it interesting that if you go back the last five years, there have been twenty three instances where you've had a, a ranked team as an underdog mm-hmm. against an unranked team. Okay. In those twenty three games, the unranked team is nineteen and four. Whoa! So and, and, straight and, up, straight up, straight so, up. So it's telling the number is telling you 
disregard the AP poll rank, pay attention to the, the, the Vegas number, and more often than not, 19 out of the last 23 times, you're going to come up with the winner. Now, does that mean Maryland is going to win Saturday? No, but if like if if you got if your numbers tell you Syracuse is the right side, you're getting more value now than you were on Sunday when this when this number opened up. And I think look, look if you if you if you, if you bet that way, if you if you blind bet a trend in like that uh, recently, you, you've caught fire and you've won more often than that. So whatever you want to do it is fine, but it's just it's just an interesting little nugget that I found to throw out there over a five year span. Nobody else found it. Well, you, 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 you you're working you, harder nowadays. I'm, I'm, I'm working a lot more on Tuesday now. All right. Anyway, my, my Mondays and Tuesdays. Right, I will not slammed. text you anymore on Tuesday. No, no, no. You can text right. me at any time. Okay. So it's just, just, it. just interesting, but major game day implications, by the way. Yes, there, there Bird, is. Bird Stadium on Saturday. Uh, because it factors into you guys possibly. You're going to go to a place most likely, most likely that you haven't been before. Correct. People in Ames are excited. It, will it be college? People in Syracuse will are excited. It be college Ames Day. Oh. That sign was out. That sign was out there. Really? On Saturday, yeah. I don't know how we'll, we'll, we be that. up at uh, up up at the dome. Uh, we'll see. Um, but they, getting they, back they, to that, they, they both both have their benefits. By the way, they sure do. The dome will be home Saturday night, which is always good. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. I'm. I already well, said. No, I'll tell you what. Either way, either way, I'm winding up at the dome on Saturday night because that's going to be. I'm ninety nine point nine percent certain the ABC primetime game with. With Herbie, so wherever yes. wherever game, if we are in Ames, I'll, 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 I'll by Saturday evening we'll conclude at the dome. Blame Herbie if you don't like it. That's what we're gonna say. All right, yeah, let's just blame Herbie. Hashtag blame Herbie. <laughs> but getting back to that side, uh, the side of the game, how the line it came out. I think Syracuse minus three, and now they're plus two. We're gonna you see mentioned. that. We're gonna see that on winners. I mean, that's a lock. Right? Oh yeah, it's it is yeah. He is gonna give out the Terps, no doubt. I would have to just like you were touching on. It feels like the people looked at, oh, God, Syracuse is ranked, and they they struggled with Liberty, and Maryland scored 79 points yep. last week. Give me Maryland. Like it, that's what it feels like yep. people are doing. So I, if I pick a side, I, I, I might give out Syracuse in the column just because of the line movement, and I know that goes against the trend, but I just, I just, I just I feel like that. that. There's nothing wrong with it. All, All right. it is is, yeah. Maybe get I would, three. Maybe it goes to three it, by the it column. Might. It could. It, it easily could. Uh, Snake Pit's not. I don't expect a big home crowd there at noon. Um, you don't so, think so? No. Oh, I think it's a big game. I think it's a big recruiting game. I think I think Locks and, and Syracuse kind of go after a lot of the same pool of people in the Northeast. All right, prove me wrong, Turp fans. I th- I th- Beard th- a turtle. I, I, I think I think there'll be I think All there'll right. be a scene there. I'm on the over fifty-eight. I, I agree with that. You're up. All right, garbage team number one. <laughs> I, I, it's a t- Terry, mark that for a drop, please. Yeah. Garbage team number one. We're going to need that on the board next week. Thank you. Uh, Akron, plus the nine and a half or ten uh, at home against UAB. I, I think one of the results that went a little unnoticed uh, on this past weekend was UAB's survival over Alabama State, in which they needed a, a kickoff return for a touchdown to win. Uh, didn't break the 300-yard mark and, and you you and I were on UAB under uh, the win yes. total this year. We nearly got one that we never would have never. Uh, imagined. Uh, but but I, I think look, there there was a lot of smart money on Illinois last week. Sure and, was. And I think they knew things about Akron and some, maybe some players sitting out or how the coaching staff was going to approach this game. 
But now you get absolutely annihilated on the road in Champaign. Uh, you, you come home, and, and you're a double-digit dog against a team that uh, nearly lost to an FCS team. I, I wouldn't feel great about laying laying nine and a half or ten points with UAB right now. Uh, I, I would expect Akron off of an embarrassing loss uh, in a new coach's first game. I would think they would come home, uh, play a lot better. Will it be good enough to win? But uh, I know there's some tens out there. I saw nine and a half at Caesars, but, but I did see a couple tens out there in places. So uh, I, I would I would t- take a good long look at uh, potentially taking the zips plus that number. All right. Um, garbage team number one. Good. I like it. No offense. No, nice. just, just a just a reference point. Um, I look at this could go over. Uh, I did a I did a in the column. I did a line that just doesn't make sense sense to me. It's it okay. stinks. Uh, and this week it's UCLA, and so I think people are gonna uh, um talk about how. Bad they looked, and they, they mm-hmm. you know, against Cincinnati. That turnover, the opening drive exactly. was an absolute killer. I was really you're, mad you're, that wasn't in our highlight during you're, the show. You're going, either, you're going the in, they're going in right down the field. You're going to score and take the lead and just drop the ball. Yep. They also didn't have three other top players. Correct. Uh, I would think they are, they, uh, they could you're be. are going to get a couple of them back. Yeah, they're going to get sure. a couple back here. Uh, they're giving seven to San Diego State. Um, San Diego State, not pretty last week. Um, uh, against Weber State, six nothing. Uh, I don't know how much they have to play with. I didn't watch much of it, but I just look at UCLA. I was actually not impressed, but I was glad to see they they're an improved team from what they were last year. Now they ended the year pretty well last year, playing a tight game against Stanford, beating USC, who was felt like a defeated team. Sure, but they got the offense going. They were, and, they were respectable against Washington. Yeah, early. exactly. And I think blew, DT- out, blew out Cal. DTR, his his ball security issues last week were just, I mean, I can't imagine what the conversations were like with <laughs> he and Chip on that flight home or in a film session. Uh, I just expect UCLA, I saw enough good there on a, in a tough game at Cincinnati, so I'm going to lay the seven with UCLA here uh, against San Diego State. And remember, too, with, with Oklahoma on the horizon, uh, you don't, you don't, you oh, 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 and three start would yeah. not be, nope. I mean, look, they, they're young and with 80, whatever it is, 80 something. Freshman and sophomore on the rosters. I mean, so he's not in trouble this year. But 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 and three would not be yeah, not a good look. Not be a good start. Very good. I'm on UCLA minus seven by the half point. If it's seven and a half, I see seven right now. But if it goes up by it, maybe seven minus one twenty. I would lay that just to give the I would just seven. All right, uh, you're up, sir. Garbage team number two of the week. <laughs> Hold on, let me guess. This is the type of of week it is. I'm I'm latching on to not New Mexico State. No, no, okay, no. Even even though I mean, isn't isn't it New Mexico State or pass? I mean, I mean, I actually like the over. I watched New Mexico State against uh, Wazoo last week. Mm -hmm. I was the guy that watched that game. They 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 have capability offensively, and if Alabama blows the doors open in the first half and does the Hey, we're just going to run the ball in the second half. Which New Mexico thing, State's going to score two touchdowns. Night. I mean, that's the thing. They're going to score two I mean, touchdowns. The, the, Alabama could definitely score fifty in the first half. Yes, no doubt about it. Especially so, as starting. I would, I would, I would lean towards the over. But the, the four times that they've been a fifty-point favorite under Saban, they haven't covered. There's your Aggies so, in Tide preview. So, <laughs> yeah. Over. Um, 
Uh, and, and, and if you guess one of the other ones that I haven't, that I wasn't going to tee up right here, I'll jump to that game. There are a couple here. Texas State. No, I'm not. Okay. I, I'm not going against the Steamer. All right. Okay, all right. Wouldn't do that. I give up. I'm going to go with Oregon State. Uh, getting, six, getting six and a half or seven against Hawaii. And look, look, lost in the fact that the Beavers gave up a million points is that like three fifty or so was on the ground. Yes, Hawaii doesn't have Chuba Hubbard, and Hawaii doesn't have a, a quarterback like Alexander that's going to run the ball as well. Uh, I'm going to take the positive spin from Oregon State, and that uh, they put up 450 yards of offense and. 30-something points mm-hmm. against Oklahoma State. Again, a Big 12 defense, not a great defense, but a better defense than Hawaii. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if, if Hawaii turns the ball over six times like they did against Arizona, now they won't, but I mean that, that was more about bad Arizona, I think, than it was good Hawaii. I, I, I get concerned, like double-digit underdog wins outright, now you're laying touchdown against a, against a, uh, another Pac-12 team. I I, I, I don't know. I, I I can't. I can't believe this over under is not in the 80s. Neither can I. I can't believe it. I it's definitely going to be over 80 by kickoff. I would think so. What what is it now? 78. 78. Yeah, it that'll easily be in the 80s. And everyone's going to be hammered Saturday night trying to get their money back and betting the over in that game. And, and I'll be and I will be up late watching it at, in the uh, the Austin Hilton or wherever the heck I'm going to be on a uh, Saturday night. Good spot, locked in. Very good give, spot. Give, give me uh, give me the Beavers plus the points against uh, against Hawaii. Am I nuts to like Missouri? Not if you saw the West Virginia offense on Saturday. Minus fourteen at home against West Virginia. I watched the Missouri game and I, I know it's different games, but it really felt like the Purdue game to me. And I looked at Purdue this week, and I looked at mm-hmm. Missouri, but I just liked what I saw from Missouri better. Now, I know they're giving 14, um, but I just I, I don't feel like there's much on that West Virginia side, man. No. I not really a, don't. Not offensively. And Odom, I trust him you know, to, to figure a couple things out in the defense. The, the Missouri game was just so random. The turnovers were yep. monumental. Um, they come back home. Uh, I... They got talent. Bryant looked good throwing the ball, and they got some speed at receiver. They do. Uh, so, I mean, I just think it's a step up. You know, West Virginia, we know they weren't going to be great, but they struggled with James Madison. I know they were only like a six-point favorite, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, taking Missouri. And, and I think a lot of people saw what, some of what you saw, because I think this number opened up under 410. I think it's just moved like a field goal yeah. since, since when it opened, so I, I, I think – a lot of people are I'm also going to release a three-team teaser in the column. Nice. Missouri's probably definitely going to be in there. Missouri minus five, three-team oh, teaser? yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. So that's where we're looking there, but we're thinking Missouri. You next. This, I'm, not, I'm not calling this garbage team number three at all because they're not. they're not. Because they're a good team, oh. and you were all over it, and we liked them in, uh, as a flyer to win the American. That's Tulane. Oh, yeah. Green wave, baby. They're 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 getting eighteen, nineteen to beat whatever. They're going to be on winners too. I feel like. Look, I mean, I know it was FIU, and they clearly outclassed FIU, but that was an awesome performance. The offense was humming with McMillan throwing the ball, mm-hmm. uh, ran the ball for three fifty against a team that, that 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 that's a respectable team that won a bowl game last year, and Auburn. Sure, it's a massive step up in in competition for Tulane. It is. But in these spots, typically, 
Uh, Auburn is not good as a massive home favorite uh, against against a group of five teams. Uh, I think it's like seven straight non-covers. Again, it's not the reason why they will or will not cover, but just coming off of a big comeback win, Bo Nix can do no wrong. Watch out for Auburn. They get Georgia and Alabama at Jordan-Hare. Feels to me like a spot where Willie Fritz and Tulane will show up and keep this game respectable. To be the total devil's advocate here, um, Bonex was was wasn't that good. I he was very impressively in the comeback, but when you look at the game in totality, I'm just going to sit here and keep my mouth shut. There were some throws that I thought should be made and wasn't. So, and he's a true freshman, so that's he is an awesome true freshman. And he came on the show at Van Pell. He couldn't have been he's a nicer awesome. kid. I love the kid, uh, but just you know, a little overreaction. We talked about it at the beginning of the pod, you know. Um, just, you know, something out there. Uh, I would like this a lot more if it was at noon. This is 7.30 at Jordan. True. So just, yeah, the, 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 J, the JP Nooner would be a lot better. Oh, JP Nooner would be. No more JPs. I know. It's That's Jefferson Pilot. Obviously the old school. Now with our ACC network, we stole it. We, we, we put them out. We're so bad. <laughs> um, the other game that I feel like is, is so compelling. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, we will touch on LSU in Texas and Clemson A&M, but it's Colorado hosting Nebraska. Uh, all off season. Are you guys going to do anything on the tickets? Yeah, we're yeah we're looking into it. Awesome. I, I know our, our friends at Vivid Seats are looking into some. I think they said like right now, like it's like a seventy thirty split for Nebraska. So whatever uh, whatever the buffs were doing to try and keep the sea of red from from heading west. Good luck they, trying they, to slow down that didn't, sea didn't, of red. Didn't, didn't work. Um, I. I know Nebraska was abysmal, okay, offensively, and everybody expected them to come out. I thought they were worth a shot in the team total. They didn't get there. Uh, their defense scored, special teams scored. Everybody basically scored multiple touchdowns besides the offense. <laughs> um, I just, they, I think they're throwing that game away and just admitting they were terrible and moving on because this is a get back game. They lost to Colorado last yep. year and that was the coming out blue, party blue, for big lead. LaVisca Chenault. Yep. And Montez found him and realized he had a pretty good guy out there on the outside. Uh, remember watching that game um, last year. So I think there's plenty of motivation here for Nebraska. I just the money line's 175. I was thinking about that. I also look at the over, and the over is up to 64. I think the winner of this game is scoring is, is scoring 40 plus. Uh, I don't see. I, we mentioned Colorado State in Colorado um, last week. I, I was not impressed with Colorado State, and they Good. they let that continue eight more times. <laughs> they they battled. Um, you know, Colorado. You know, yeah, they put it on at the end. But I think <clears> off, uh, Colorado is a uh, uh, offense dominated team. I know Tucker's a new guy there and wants to play defense. Bring it coming from the SEC and bringing that defensive mentality to the Pac-12 South. But I just think Nebraska can't. They can't be worse than they were last week. They to me, no. they they can't be. No, that was one of the uh, stunners. You turned the game on and you figured, oh, it's right South Alabama back. had the ball the whole game. Yeah. It felt like yep. too. So I think Nebraska is going to come out a lot more crisp. Uh, I know they could score points against this Colorado defense. I saw Colorado State score last week. So I'm not sure. I, I kind of like Nebraska. I, I wouldn't give uh, more than three and a half. I should say I wouldn't give more than three. So. I was looking at the money line there, uh, minus 175, or the over, 
Maybe both. I don't know what I'm going to put in the column. Uh, there's a lot to be decided. Labor Day week got me late, started late. Research will be still be hacking the numbers tonight, but I'm um, looking at Nebraska money line and the over 64. Well, we will certainly be watching, and ho- hopefully, that if they were to lose, that could, that could maybe potentially affect the game day trip at the end of the month. That's 3:30 kick Eastern, so uh, we'll be watching double double TV for you as you get Clemson yes, A&M yeah, Clemson on the A&M, other one. Exactly. So. Fire up the iPad or other TV, whatever your your medium is. You're up, sir. I wasn't that impressed with Michigan State the other night. Oof, I mean, me off, offensively, look, their defense did what they, they were going to do, but they're going to face a much better offense uh, in Western Michigan with Wasink and, and those guys. They, they they ripped apart Monmouth like, like they should have, so I, I don't care about those numbers, but... Uh, you're talking about a Western Michigan team that had a lot coming back, and I think they are going to win the MAC this year. I think they're the best team in the MAC, and uh, for, I agree. for Michigan State to be laying 16 and a half at home against a team that I think is going to score and present a lot more challenges, like that minus 73 rush yards. I mean, you had the the the, the, the punt issues and sacks, and that's that's what added up. And I mean, I know their running running backs didn't go crazy mm-hmm. either, but other side of the ball, we talked about it. Uh, last week, at some point, I can't remember where it was, but they did the whole revolving musical chairs with yeah, the coaches. We didn't right. bring anybody new. Mm-hmm. We're just going to reassign. Well, they averaged two and a half yards a carry and barely had three yards against an awful team in Tulsa. Now, again, you can make a huge leap from week one to week two, and, and maybe they will. The, the work, he had, what, 22 completions for under 200 yards, like 22 or 30, like five yards an attempt. I don't know, man. I'm... I'm I'm still taking a uh, a cautious, like a hold and wait and see type deal with uh, with Michigan State, and I'll uh, I'll take the Broncos plus the uh, the sixteen and a half uh, against the Spartans right now. Bear, there is no Michigan State slander on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what, what what was slander? That was just that was just a sounded, uh, sounded factual to me. Three uh, yards total offense. Uh, to, now, now later in the year, when they're a nice big underdog and nobody likes them, then I think you're going to yeah. like us a lot. That, that's when we get on Michigan State. Got it. When no one thinks they have a chance, poor mouth them. <laughs> that's when. That's when come on, come on down. I'll, I'll I'll take you plus all those points. Um, it's good to see Michigan State's uh, defense uh, in this one. You mentioned Western's going to score a little, um, but we'll see how good they are. I watched Urban Meyer and Denardo on Big Ten last night. Uh, do an awesome breakdown. Urban was great on what uh, the the schemes that Michigan mm-hmm. State does. It's really, really good. Um, so I'm interested to see Sparty's defense. We know what they're made of. Right. I just I, I, I would like to see some freshness um, there. Um, as far as picks go, I want to talk about some other games. Yeah. That's basically what I have. Do you? Yeah, no, I, I got two other games Let's right now. That, 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 they're not like on the A list of picks. They might wind up getting put in the column. Okay. I'm still kicking it around. Uh, she's going to hate me for saying this. Oh, boy. I'm thinking about laying the 22 and a half with Michigan. Okay. Waiting for a comment. No. She's no, no comment. <laughs> I think she blocked it. I think she blocked it completely out. She's already editing it. Look, look, Army, again, we talked about you don't want to overreact, but. That was a Rice team that was three and twenty-two the last couple of years, and like non-competitive. And Army needed was very fortunate to win that game. Had barely four yards of play. Uh, in order to beat Michigan and score points on Michigan, you need to stretch the field. 
that's how you beat Don Brown. They mm-hmm. don't have the type of offense that's going to stretch the field and beat that man coverage and, and, and create and create issues. Everyone's going to talk about, oh, the Oklahoma game last year. Completely different. Oklahoma, way, oh, God. Completely that's, different. That's a lazy take. Scenario. That's what that is. Yeah, possessions, whatever. I, I, I think Army's going to have a hard – I don't know what the Army team total is going to be, but I would look to take a good, long, hard look at the under for the Army team total in this game, and and maybe we'll luck out, and maybe there'll be a little bit of money show on a, on Army to get a little bit better number than 22 and a half. But I think – and I think people might be thinking about the Patterson injury. Is like You could make a case that McCaffrey might be a better quarterback I for them I was going to anyway. ring it up. I watched that replay again last night. He's got some juice in him. Yeah, he does. He really does. And – I don't know what's going on there, but I, hey, it's another option. And you know, I, people called Michigan's offense archaic in years past with Harbaugh, with Gaddis. You don't know, correct? You have no. You don't idea. know. That's why and I love the no, hire. You have no idea what. Again, last week, Middle Tennessee, they went out and, unlike Tennessee, who lost or Missouri lost or you know, these big favorites that lost. Yeah, they were a massive favorite, and they just went out and just took care of business. Maybe didn't cover, but didn't matter. They just went out and, and executed and. And did enough to win, and now I think this week you'll see a little bit more. And, and I think with a little bit of a, a sour feel on on Michigan, with just like the, I like that pick. I was actually minute. thinking about the over. Were you okay? Yeah, uh, you mentioned them, okay, and they were my most impressive team in Week One. Rice Owls, they yeah they played, they played Army. They played man. They Good played. For them. Hard. Good for them. And that season win total of two, is it? Two and a half, I think it was. A two and a half is tough. Yeah. I thought it was two. Maybe, maybe it did close to start. Two. That is going to be fascinating to me. Because I'm going to tell you what they did this offseason, well, well, talking well, to some they, guys on their well, staff. They better, not win, they better not win Friday night. No. <laughs> uh, that that would not. I, actually, that's going to be my number one stay away game. And this is why. Because Rice did something this offseason that I think you're going to see a lot in, in, in the higher levels of college football. You know what they did? They went and got three grad transfer offensive linemen. Now, we know Bloomgren's the head coach mm-hmm. from Stanford. Loves to run the yep. football. Uh, and, and I just think it's genius. And I think guys are going to see that and, and total, um, got a uh, guard from, uh, North Carolina Central. He was pulling and whacking people for Army. Um, it made a whole difference. It wasn't a fluke. Like, I watched that game from start to finish, no, every single it was play. Not a play. They should have won the game. No, like, I, I had Army in that money line parlor. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even going to make it to, <laughs> I'm not even going to make it to Saturday with this damn thing because Army's going to lose it home to, to, to Rice. Um, so that was not a fluke, uh, that Rice Army game. I'm with you. I think the over 47 and a half in that Army Michigan, uh, is, is, a, is a decent play, but I, I, I can't wait to see Rice. And this Rice-Wake Forest game Friday night is number one stay away from me because you talk about a contrast of styles. Whew. Now, Wake Forest got some guys on offense that I don't know if Rice can guard, but I don't know if Wake Forest wants to stand in there toe-to-toe against Rice. Take that pounding? I, I, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to play. You, you talked about Army not being able to do that mm-hmm. to Michigan. Rice might be able to play some keep away from Wake Forest. Uh, they're not that good up front, Wake Forest. We saw it last right. week as Utah State did whatever they wanted offensively. Um, other games, or do you have one more or no? Yeah, there was one more that I'm thinking about right now, and I'll take a look. Is FIU the team that I got about that? Keeps at, going up though. Blowing seven and a half right now. I, I, I think one of the. I mean, yeah, Western Kentucky was only a, a what a ten and a half or eleven yep. point favorite last week against Central Arkansas when they when they lost. But this is not the 
Western now Michigan. Now it's up to eight. It's up to eight. This is yeah. not the Western Michigan, uh, Western uh, Kentucky, rather, of a couple of years ago. No. I mean, Tyson Elton's got some issues yep. uh, to fix in his first year there. Uh, I, I think I think Butch and FIU coming off of that performance uh, against Tulane with the goals that they have to potentially win uh, 10 games, uh, coming back home uh, off of that loss, I, I would expect FIU to come out and uh, – and, and, and win this game. Uh, I don't know if, if it keeps going up eight and a half, whatever. I wouldn't want to go too high, but but at seven and a half or eight, I, I would I would consider that. I might, I, maybe I'll throw it in the column. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, we'll touch with uh, Clemson A and M and and LSU Texas with McElroy. Uh, but a couple other games. Uh, let's start with. Uh, there's a couple options here. Top five, top ten team. Your favorite top five, top ten team to cover this week. Where's my poll? Let's take it out. Let's take a look. Here we go. Uh, well, Alabama's, but Georgia's off, right? Georgia even play? Georgia's playing Murray State. Uh, Murray State, FCS. Oklahoma, FCS. Ohio State, Cincinnati. I'd, I'd, by default, just knowing the numbers, I'd say Clemson, just because. Yeah? Yeah, just, just because it, it just reminds me of, like, last, whenever, like, like that whole, like, oh, look, the, a and M or NC State last year. This could be the game. Clemson, Clemson could be in trouble, and it it, it was a non-competitive. Trevor Lawrence, oh, he's got no shot at winning the Heisman now. A couple of picks, he was sloppy. <laughs> you blow out Georgia Tech, and Dabo can go in and address some things, yep. and they can clean it up. Coaching points, and uh, of, of of those five, I would I would say Clemson. I'm interested by, about Ohio State Cincinnati to watch I, that That's game. the game I wanted to bring up with you. Because you know Fickle's going to go in there and they'll ball, they'll play their you know watts off, especially defensively. I don't know how many points they're going to score, but defensively, I think they might give them some problems. Okay, on the other side, <clears throat> tell me if I'm nuts here. Okay, who was the number one supporter of the Ryan Day hire at Ohio State? Besides us, yes, he coaches in the Pac-12. Yes, he does. His name is Chip Kelly. He is. Who did Cincinnati play last week? There, there, there might have been a conversation or two had. I that's and that's all I keep thinking about. I know everybody's talking about Fickle coming back. What did he, he called him team up north? Did he? I think he did. So I don't know about that. Um, that you know, Ohio people can you know do your geography. Uh, did, 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 I read, that. did I read something or hear something? But someone was telling me again the 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 the, the social media yeah world like you don't know what to. Like did did like someone write in a story or a blog like Urban said that he's not going to say the name or call Michigan Michigan this year? Like it, it, oh, it's I don't a, know. I don't. Someone 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 said that to me, or I'm like I I don't know. I'm like he's like so as an analyst for Fox, he's not going to tweet us the video of that if we saw that. If anybody uh, yeah, has I, that, I, I don't know. I'm like, I well, I'm like if if it is, proof. I wonder I wonder if he wonder if he's like not going to say like Georgia or Tennessee or BYU as well, the other rivals of. His other prominent coaching stops. Uh, looking at those top ten uh, teams, I would just take Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is basically going to name the score. You know, Hurts. I still think he. They're going to just going to take more shots down the field. We, we didn't even really see it. We saw right. one break on Houston's uh, defensive coverage uh, in that game Sunday night. But I, I just think Oklahoma can. They could score eighty if they want. Um, but that that would be my top ten team to cover. Uh, you mentioned uh, Clemson. Um, A&M, I would just say, like in my office pools and all that, I'm probably going to take A&M. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they played them last year. I love that. That's true. I really, really do. I think that means a 
ton, especially to the guys up front. Now, I know Clemson doesn't have like, all those guys on the D-line got drafted last year, but I think that that means a lot. And the Jimbo factor. Um, I, you know, he's had some battles with, uh, Dabo over the years. I think he's, was it five and four last nine? Is, would that make sense? Straight it, up? It would because, yeah, they had that great run at Florida yeah. State against them. I mean, but even after the title, like, oh, no, no. they went to Clemson, I remember, with Dalvin Cooks. Yeah, the, the inter- they were a big yeah, they dog. They kept it inside, close. Yeah, the, 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 ga- it? the game at Doak where he were, uh, yes. the, 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 the late flag, the clip on the kind of a phantom call took away a, a long yes. play as well. Yeah. Probably would have um, easily could have won so the game. So I would, I would take the points in that one. Uh, LSU, Texas, it keeps going up, man. Like, if this is going to go to seven, I really got to think about it Texas. Might, it might. LSU is a massive buzz team right now. You think that just because they scored that many points against Georgia Southern? I think so. I, I, I think there's an LSU national title hype train going. I think there's a Joe Burrow Heisman hype train going. I, th- I think there's a uh, could LSU – be eleven and one with an only loss to Alabama, make the playoff. I, I think it's. I, I think this game is one way traffic LSU, despite the despite Tom Herman's success as a uh, as an underdog, and, and I think the personnel on the field it might validate it. If you were, I, it's, it's a stay away game for me. In a in a dream world, if you were Randy Edsel at UConn and you had a chance to get Burrow or Sam Ellinger as your quarterback, who are you taking? If I'm uh, Randy Edson, I, I, at UConn, I, I would I would take Burrow because I think you would. I would because I think showing that type of offense to people is exciting. Whereas Ellinger is more where he can throw, but I, I think the flash of just throwing the ball to those receivers is a little more okay appealing to people who might want to come be a twenty point home underdog to Illinois. I like Ellinger. His story, I do awesome. too. It was awesome. Uh, it's awesome. And I love Burrow. We were on Burrow last yep. year. We yep. said he could be a Colt hero. And he is. Yep. He's running Baton Rouge. He's going to be mayor after he graduates. Uh, what else? Illinois, we mentioned UConn with Randy Etzel getting 20 from Illinois at the rent. He only lost to the Seahawks last night. Not the Seattle ones either. No. <laughs> I remember texting a, a buddy of mine about something. He's like, yeah, I'm. I'm at the UConn game right now, locked in with Wow Mike. Oh boy, Ugh, man! I, I I did some numbers on them for that game last week on Daily Wager. They have like since Orlovsky graduated in 04, or no, he was 08, right? He was 08. He was 08. They've had four quarterbacks attempt like over 300 passes in a season. Last year alone in Division One football, 75 guys did it. Like just. I don't know. I don't know where we turn for our home state program. Uh, what else we got on this doc? Oh, LSU Texas. Did you have anything? I'm sorry. I it, 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 it's a, it's an absolute number one stay away from game. Whoa. Yeah, absolutely. I want no part of this game. Over under? I lean under. Fifty five. Because I think what I see on the field favors LSU, but it's it, what the what the number is right now. I want no part of that. I think the fact that Texas and Tom Herman, all week long you hear about this LSU going to be, and you know how Herman does as a dog. Yep. LSU's done great against top ten teams, not named Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only result that would surprise me here would be like a Texas blowout win, 
But if LSU were to, to blow a Texas out, that wouldn't surprise me. If Texas were just to win the game on the field, that wouldn't surprise me either. I'm staying far away from this game. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> Favorite dog in a conference game? Well, how many are there? Only like two, right? Oh, more? hold on. You know what I did on my list? You know what I put as a conference game? You probably put Maryland. Uh, yes, yeah, I, did. I did. Okay. I, Maryland's an <laughs> ACC team. They are. But now they play in the toughest division in college football. Uh, here we go. Cal is getting 14 at Washington. Yep. Arkansas is getting 6.5 at Ole Miss. North Carolina's a home dog, yep. plus 5.5 against your Hurricanes. 5.5, I thought it came down to 4.5. It's up to 5.5 again. 5.5. Okay. Sunge, plus 20 against at Iowa. Iowa. Stanford, uh, I saw our other guys in the desert. 1.5, plus USC posted 1.5, USC minus 1.5. Costello plays, there's no way USC's favorite. I, I, don't, right? I don't see that. Um but Stanford, I mean, right now they're an underdog. Out of those, who? I think the world's going to bet Miami this week. I would agree, and that is a tricky spot for me. Even when Miami was good or respectable, uh, when they went to Chapel Hill, they were in games. Yeah, always in games. I mean, I mean, obviously those North Carolina teams were better. Uh, the only thing I would say is taking away from a if you want to take the glass half full approach for Miami is. I was more confident in Jaron Williams than I was at any point last year in Malik Rozier. All right. And I think they can get some of their blocking uh, issues squared away against a front that's nowhere near as good as what they faced against the Gators. And I don't want to crush South Carolina or like little poo-poo what North Carolina didn't get in the comeback win, but that was awesome. But some of that play calling by South Carolina – some of those throws by Bentley. Well, I mean, he's playing on one foot. I mean, I mean, you put him in a position where he really can't yep. succeed. Two 90-yard drives by North Carolina in the second I, half. I, I, I was I, – I, I, I would lean towards Miami. I, I certainly wouldn't want to lay that many points. Gosh, dare I say maybe I'd take Arkansas plus six and a half. Oh, you can have that. Game. I mean, it, 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 it's terrible. But I need Ole Miss to win for my Arkansas under. But it's like, you, 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 I mean, yeah, they were terrible last week. And Ole Miss's offense, I mean, yeah, Ole Miss's defense played great holding Memphis to 15, but the fact that their offense couldn't score against that defense, that terrible defense yeah. that gives up a million yards and a million points. Ooh. I would take the, the – and, and supposedly, too, like the fans are oh. already up in arms and it all miss about the – the Rich Rod and the court. Like, oh, down like, one game. Un- un- unexcited about like the Memphis game to begin with. So I mean, who knows what the atmosphere is going to be like? Maybe the first sign of things going south. Come on, people in Oxford, but, you're better than that. I mean, I I guess from that group, I, I would say I would say Arkansas. Okay, you're going to say the Dirty Bears, aren't you? I absolutely am. I think I think I I'm worried about your your under because now they could go to Ole Miss and win. We had that sure, as a loss. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Dirty Golden Bears, uh, at Washington plus 14, uh, for that conference underdog. I, I don't know, man. If, I'll tell you what, if Washington covers this game, Pac 12, look out. Look out. Because Easton <laughs> looked pretty good in that purple exactly, boy. Yeah, and I know, I know it was against Air, but yeah, they, he they, looked they, they, pretty they, they, good. Um, so, uh, the other game I wanted to touch on was it's two teams coming off two totally opposite outcomes. Nevada steals the game mm-hmm. against Purdue, going up to Eugene, and we touched on it at the beginning. I think Oregon is a damn good football team, 
And what impressed me was the defense in, in the, in the line play. And I know Chris Ball's pride himself on being a more physical team, but they went toe to toe with maybe the best defensive line yep. in, in college football. I'd be worried if I was the boys from Reno going up to Eugene yeah, I, right I, I now. Would, I would too. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to see Oregon in my three team teaser. Yeah, uh, that, that was a situation where we, we got fortunate with Nevada. I mean, Purdue just couldn't stop turning the ball over and it, it put the wall pack back we in the game. That one for our Purdue didn't, under. Didn't, yeah, it was, oh, yeah, nice you, you can, you, you think if we put that one on the envelope right now, they'll just cash it for us? Or are they going to make us wait until? No, they're by the book. By out the, there. By the book. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they got their dates they got to go by. December 8th, you need to. Okay, yeah. We're good. Uh, Penn State giving 30 to your Buffalo. Careful. Careful in the Lions. Careful. Really? No, 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 no. I'm talking about for the, I'm talking about long term. Oh yeah. Be careful. Just say nothing. Um, I like the over in that game. It's 56. I think Penn State could score 50. Oh, absolutely. They're. I don't know. They I, I get to watch they, their game back, but I just want talent. to watch their offense. They got talent. Um, but yeah, uh, we touched on Miami, North we'll, Carolina. We'll, 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 we'll know when they go to Iowa. How weird is it going to get in Fresno Saturday night? That's a dirty That's a trip weird, for the Gophers. I mean, Fresno went there. They did not went, look good. That's the second year in a row. Didn't they struggle in their opener last year too? The Gophers. The Fresno? Oh, the Gophers. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. And now you got you you, you go to Fresno and Fresno weird game. I thought you were talking about the weird game in Minneapolis last year. Winfield with the pick and then gets hurt and yeah. And it was a, a, I was impressed. By all hell with Raina, the quarterback for Fresno. What yeah, a good, gutty good, yeah, dude. Gonna say, they gutty, in not there flashy. Yeah, ton of quarterback up. runs, yep. taking hits. Love that. Uh, that's that. I don't want anything to do with that game. Um, we talked about uh, – oh, you, Baylor is my other one. Baylor over. It's 56 and a half. They're playing Utsa, your old uh, yep. roadrunners. Yep. I, I think Baylor names the score. Way. Uh, that one, I like the over in that game. What, what, uh, that's probably going to be in the column. I forgot to give that one earlier. I didn't have it written down. What do you, what do you make of Purdue Vandy? Don't want anything to do with it. Um, Vandy usually is all right out of conference, it feels like. Like the def- Mason against mm-hmm. the defense traveling. Uh, they couldn't I, do a thing. No, they're, they're, I, I don't think their oh. offensive line or their defensive line is any oh. good. Georgia, Georgia could have scored. Um, yeah, that, that how was- about. That scene by the Georgia fans. Oh, it was I, that I, was incredible. I had I had, I, had, I had a good friend of mine who was down there as, as a Georgia fan who went to that game. That is so awesome. I mean, think about how good is that a Labor Day weekend? Yeah, Labor Day weekend in Nashville. In Nashville, that was that and game. 70, Cole Kubelek tweeted out a video the next day. He couldn't send it out because he was on the sidelines. He and he just did a twirl around the stadium. It's it all was red. All red. It was great. Um. I think I would lean Purdue there. I probably would too, just because seven of, now. It's not. It's just a, because of the way the game went last week at Nevada. You, I don't I mean, know say, what my man was doing. No. More. What are you doing on those punts? Take. You're the best player on the field. Take control. And I love how they still get him the ball all the time. Like I thought, yeah. like the people. And, trying and to Dale played too, which which we I, I didn't know how affected he was yeah. going to be. I mean, they 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 they're they're going to score. He's got some. Tw- Sindelar's really really hard to trust. Yeah, they, really, they're, they're, they're really already, hard. They're already talking about putting the other kid in. Really, I mean, look at fans, Bear fans with the boiler. Is that on fans. the boiler blog? I, I don't I don't go to the uh, I don't go to the boiler up blog. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe uh, I should. 
All right, money line. Can, can Kentucky avoid a? Uh, I like Kentucky this week. I watched them last yeah, week. I, I got hosed with no, that I, under. I'll tell you what. I know they lost their all-time leading rusher, but they got some better, guys with better, some they're juice. They're going to be better offensively they're, this year than they were last. Problems year. quarterback. Correct. He's not accurate, and he's. I, I don't like his decision making. Um, but I think Stoops will get in his ear enough. They get Florida next week. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lexington's going to be on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, underdog, money line, pick of the week. Uh, I'd take a shot with Akron, uh, who wow. I talked about earlier, plus the nine and a half. I, I'd take a, take a stab there. Woo! And, uh, I'd take a chance with Ohio. Uh, I saw that against Pitt. Yeah. I, How I don't, I don't, Pitt's uniforms. God, they're money. Yeah. Um, they just need the players from the 70s. Say, they just to need, fit yeah. They, unfortunately, they don't have <laughs> Dan Marino and Hugh Green and, and oh, Joe Fitzgerald and, Offensively, they are bad. They are really bad on offense. Here's the question for you. I mean, do, do I love it? I think it's no, one, it's one it. of those games where, and that's why it's my money line. Okay. I think it's either Pitt wins the game by double digits right. or Ohio wins outright. So take a shot on the money line and, and, and go from there. Okay. Uh, would you rather watch UConn and Illinois or South Florida and Georgia Tech? South Florida, Georgia Tech. Why? I just, I just want to see if South Florida, like, they, like, when when a team is just so bad, I, 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 I like Georgia it. Tech's giving five and a half. I know, I know they are. Oh. Like, like, God, if I see, had to pick the game, I would give the points. Yeah, so would I. Like South, just to see South Florida and like what they're gonna like, are they gonna show? Like they have been absolutely non-competitive. Like last six games of last year and now this now first game of this year. Like defensively, they are awful. They're terrible. Mm. And if that team, which has like no ability in on offense, if they, if they put points on them, <laughs> yikes! Uh, money line pick. Oh man, you want to go? You want to go uh, Central Michigan, right? You want to go McIlwain? No, no. McIlwain at Camp Randall? No, no, I don't want. <laughs> that's that's an over too. I feel like uh, it's it's tough though. You can't. Wisconsin, you don't know. You just mentioned South Florida was so bad. How about Coastal Carolina? Ugh, that was going so fr- to Lawrence. It was so frustrating last week. No, they're they're okay. I when think talk, I'm going to go Coastal we, we Carolina. We talked about Purdue. The one I want to pick, but I don't is FAU. Glad you mentioned that game. You're right. That 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 game. If I if I were UCF, that game would scare the hell out of me. Uh, with what you have next week, you got Stanford coming in. Who, who granted Stanford is not. I don't think what people thought they could be, especially with the injuries now. But you get a Pac-12 team coming to your house next week, and now you're going down to see Lane, <laughs> who just got beautiful that. Boca. That, that, that's a that's a dangerous spot. Yeah. The important thing to note: I would go Coastal, and then I would go FAU. But we talk. Ooh, we talk. That's pre- a good money line parlay. Coastal FAU. Yeah, that's really good. Now we're talking. That's a really good. You want it? If you want to try, if you're if you're down a lot and you don't yeah. have a lot of money to bet, maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> just, a, just put a ten spot maybe on Akron, Coastal, and FAU. That would be a that would I can't even find those on on the site right now. As yeah, they'll be up this. at some point. Yeah, because I, uh, I was looking to throw together a money line parlay as well, and I couldn't find all of my my money lines up. Uh, there for the, you'll for release the a money line parlay on the yeah, column. Yeah, we'll put one up for fun uh, okay. uh, again. Look again. If you want to bet it, fine. People asked for it last year because they hit a couple of them, and fine. It, it's it is what it is. It, you don't have to play everything you and I say. It's yeah. 
it's for fun. Have some we fun, got people. we got burned by the, the two SEC favorites. Losses are going to happen, and if we if we hit more than we than we lose, we'll be okay. So we'll see. Yeah, like 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 Wake, Virginia Tech, Michigan, Ohio State, Kansas State, Utah, App State, Oregon, Penn State, Texas Tech. I don't know how many of those are going to have money lines, but I'd be. You imagine if Virginia Tech loses to Old Dominion for the second straight year? No way. Four touchdowns. I can't see it either. They actually impressed me. I got. I felt pretty fortunate having BC because of the turnovers. But Virginia Tech's got some. They're going to be all right. Between Virginia Tech, Purdue, Coastal Carolina, like all these teams that just couldn't stop turning the ball over, yeah. really should have wins right now. Yeah, you're right. We are brought to you by Allstate because mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives on the wind, in the rain, on the foot of an errant kick, and during a trap game. You'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates. Charcoal that's not totally out, an errant football through a window, a flat tire, and a lost side view mirror. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is rampant. Underdogs, trap games, and unexpected weather. Get better protected with mayhem from Allstate. Contact your local Allstate agent today. Um. All right. Before we get to Greg McElroy, you got anything? You're going to Austin. You fired yep. up? Going to, going to Austin, yep. I'm ten up. years. Ten years almost to the day. Wow. Since, since we've been there. 2009. Looking forward to. Uh, I was there last year, man. I'm telling you right now, the game experience is totally oh, different. Yeah, when it, it was going to say sound new, new, new AD pump in there. We don't awesome. Penn State now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do different. me a favor, just walk around outside before kickoff. Go, they block it off. Block it off the street now. Yeah, with the food, food trucks and awesome. Stuff. Yeah, that's what awesome. I heard. Uh, so definitely uh, get out there and uh, take it all in. All right. Don't sit in the truck all day and watch games. Enjoy the people. You love people, right? I do. I I, I do like people. Go for a I, walk. I, I, take some yeah. pictures, selfies with I took people. A lot, we took a lot of pictures in Fort Worth last oh, week. All right, yes. well, you're going to take a lot more. Right, this right week. A, after the show, it, w- it was a good walk back over. Took a lot of pictures. I could just imagine the, the Winnebago's already pulling up in Austin, oh, I'm sure. Baton Rouge. I'm sure. And then, uh, yeah, it was, we're good. All right, I love it. Uh, we'll get you over to Greg McElroy now. We now welcome in Greg McElroy, who, uh, as you know, beat Andy Dalton in the state championship back in the day, but lost. Is this correct? You lost. Gatorade player to let of the year to to Matthew Stafford is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Staff Staff snaked that one from me. I'm not sure how. Did Clearly you, you lost it or talent. he he won it? Uh, you know it depends on how you look at it. Uh, if you ask uh, my parents, they'd say I lost it. If you ask anyone else, they'd probably say he won it. You know that's kind of how it goes, right? Uh, are you on the Mount Rushmore of Carroll quarterbacks? <laughs> if I'm not in the top four, I'm in trouble. Uh, but yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Okay. I'm, I'm not, probably not one, just given what Chase has done. Yep. Pretty remarkable. We got so, Chase Daniel. Yeah. Is Kenny Trill Hill on there? Kenny Trill Hill. Uh, he might just be off. Um, Kyle Padrone currently playing in college football is Ryan Agnew at, at San Diego State. Uh, Kenny Trill, Riley Dodge of North Texas. There's, Ricky Lay, a bunch. Ricky Lay, wow, that's a name drop. Nathan Chandler, uh, Nathan Chandler, yeah, that's a good one. Played, had a nice little career at Iowa. Scott Chandler is probably a little better known, but and uh, uh, one other name I was given, Chase Wasson. Oh, Chase Wasson, Wasson, yes. uh, excellent, excellent 
Probably one of the best, actually. If he was taller than 5'9", he would have been uh, a top-tier recruit. That's All right. Sure. Oh, so, I, ha- so, I have you at, on the, definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, so so I, I should, I should <laughs> make... After I, looking at those names. I should, hey, I should make the trip to the uh, the McElroy Monument when I get to... <laughs> To Texas on, th- on you Friday. should have done it last week, Bear. Come on, there's not. What are you else are they supposed to do at Fort Worth? You got to do- go on over to South Lake to the eight one seven Tarrant County. Go watch some real football. Come on. All right. Um. Well, we got our Texas mentions in there. We did. All right. Do uh, we have? Do we have to? Do we have a sales element there? We nope. have to mention Texas high school nope. football. Good. I mean, all eyes are going to be on the state this week. We know that. We'll <laughs> we'll touch on LSU and Texas uh, in a bit, Greg. But. Uh, all kidding aside, like I wanted to get you in here because everybody's, well, you know, walking around. You know, what's your takeaway here? What's what surprised you? What has substance? What are people overreacting to? You were in Tallahassee last week. You called Boise State and Florida State. People are overreacting <laughs> when you like when you look at the. You know, I understand the, the blowing the lead was horrible, and Boise State, where they run 108 plays. Right. But when you look at Florida State, you know, knowing what we saw last year. And now moving forward this year, you know, is is there sustainability? Is the are they more of the first half than the second half? You know, like the the Seminoles moving ahead. What do you take away for for this coming season? Well, I I actually felt like that first thirty minutes was the best I'd seen Florida State look in Willie Taggart's tenure. So that's my silver lining. That's my glass half full perspective. Mm-hmm. I would argue that the second 30 minutes are among the worst. And we've seen some pretty ugly performances, obviously, mm. in his run. But it, it has. Uh, I felt like last last week they were kind of the victim of their own success. You mentioned the 108 plays, 107 plays. They had 67 plays run against them at halftime. Mm. So they scored too fast. And that's part of the problem in that environment. Look, if it's mid-October, early November, no problem. Your guys can probably handle the heat a little easier. But when they're coming out of camp and they haven't played in a real game in nine months, ten months, because they didn't go to a bowl game, that can take its toll. And I think it did. They didn't really know how to substitute in the second half. And Boise, who practices at altitude, could care less about the elements. (laughs) That team is tougher than nails uh, in regards to just handling adversities. And I don't think any of us were really surprised that they came back into it. I think we're all a little surprised that Florida State completely fell flat in the second half. But... Uh, I actually came away feeling somewhat optimistic about Florida State, mm-hmm. but what bothered me were some of the things that were said after the fact. Oh, we weren't hydrated. Yeah. Well, what what is that? <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. I mean, I and I like I like Willie Taggart and have been around him, spent some time around him, but that's a reflection not just on him. That's a reflection on the players. If your guys aren't taking their own personal accountability to take care of themselves. And that, that worries me for the future. And I think we're all worried too about what the buy-in might look like, just knowing the heartbreak, uh, that we saw last week from that team. How, how, how are we feeling if we're holding a Florida State over seven and a half season win total ticket right now? I, I still feel good about it. Okay. I, 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 what's funny is I still feel good about it because the offensive line, albeit porous, uh, did show signs of growth in the first half. Um, I thought they ran the ball with better effectiveness. The thing is, Bear, when you watch them, they completely abandoned the intermediate passing attack yeah. in the second half. It was either go for broke deep balls or behind the line of scrimmage gimmies. And they didn't have any of the middle of the field, the slants, the hitches, the things that they had success with in the first half. They got away from that, so they got completely out of rhythm offensively. But it's in there. You know what I mean? Like when you're a great golfer and you go out there and you shoot 96 
but you have a couple good swings. It's like, man, it's in there. You know, that's kind of <laughs> how I feel about Florida State, where they're they're still pretty talented. They still have a chance to be much better. Uh, they just ran into what was a perfect storm on Saturday, and and they weren't able to to turn the momentum when it fell out of favor. Yeah, that that game at UVA next week is massive. I mean, you you you're, you're talking about an ultimate pendulum game for the direction of their season. I mean, you, you, after the year that the Knolls had last year, a one and two start with losses to the two uh, uh, to, to Boise and UVA would not be a. Uh, they, they, but didn't you sense panic? Like when you like you could just feel oh, it. In oh, the yeah. there was panic. Oh, totally. So all I thought need, it before the half on that drive. You, oh, did you really? So yeah. You were, you were, see, Dave Pash at halftime is like, oh, man, get your blowout material ready. It's like, shut no up, Dave. Way. This is going to be Boise, Boise was stopping <laughs> themselves with all the short field goals. They were. I mean, Boise had plenty of chances to keep yeah. themselves in the game. I mean, I would say the score in the first half was not indicative of some of the good things that Boise did do. But it was uh, – I'm, I'm telling you, I, I still feel pretty good. They need some, they just need confidence in the worst yes. way. They need to go out this week, play Louisiana Row, and win 65-3. And if that happens, it will be exactly what this team needs. More than anything else, they don't need talent, they don't need speed, they don't need, uh, attention to detail. They quite literally just need confidence. And confidence is a really powerful thing when looking at a young team. Spinning it to the team that actually won that game, Boise, uh, you run down their schedule, it sure looks like they're going to carry an undefeated record into Logan, I think, in that game on November 23rd. Yeah. I mean, how good was Bachmar? It's funny. I was going back and forth with some people the other day, and we could be potentially sitting here at the end of the year like debating like who's better, Stanford right. or Florida State, to determine who's ranked higher in the college football <laughs> playoff, if it's Boise or if it's UCF. So just your feelings on – on Boise and how they stack up, do you think that at the end of the year we might be looking at a uh, situation where the Broncos could be that group of five uh, rep to the New Year six? Uh, well, I tell you this one. I'll go as far right now as to say I think the Mountain West is better than the American top to bottom. I honestly, I'm not. I feel like you didn't like that like, Houston defense the other night. <laughs> oh God, how bad was that? You, USF uh, looked good too. Yeah, USF. That was a great performance. And I mean, I literally thought Wisconsin was going to win the national championship, beat everyone by sixty with how they played in the first half. Uh, but I, you know, I think Utah State, even in a losing effort, looked pretty good. They played well. That State, was a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. They had every really chance good. to win at Wake. Uh, for those that had Wake over win total, they felt good about <laughs> seeing that winner. Needed that. Uh, I don't know. There's present company included here. Uh, I know Colorado State. Is, is a team that I just feel like Bobo at some point is going to get them going. Their head coach, Mike Bobo. I mean, that was, that was a disappointing performance last week. It got yeah. a little one-sided. Um, and then Fresno State, man, Fresno State had every opportunity. I mean, I, I thought they played much better in the second half. Granted, yeah, when JT Daniels went out, SC obviously lost a little bit of, lost a little bit of intensity. Yep. But, uh, Fresno was up to the task there at the end. So, yeah. and I mean, interesting to worst, see them this week. The worst performance of the weekend was San Diego State. Absolutely. Who won six nothing against Weber. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm all over UCLA this week for the record. Yep. So I mean, I, I look at, at a lot of things about the Mountain West and I just love them top to bottom. And honestly, Bear, I went and we watched them practice a couple weeks ago there in Boise. And I said to myself, this is, this is going to be a group of five team. They're probably going to have good athletes. Like I'm, I wasn't expecting a whole lot. When I saw them along the offensive and defensive lines, they look like a power five program. They're big. They're physical. Now they lost their right tackle in the game. Ojuku. Yeah. We're going to see what happens with him. He was a huge vital piece to their offense being a lot more, 
uh, a lot more consistent up front last year. But man, I, this team can run the table for sure because of how well they're built in the trenches. They have a dynamic pass rusher and Curtis Weaver's first round pick eventually when he comes out. Uh, they're good in the secondary. They have good length there and good intangibles there. So I'm telling you, man, I feel really good about this Boise team. Um, and then on the intangible side, I mean, Bachmeyer looked like a deer in headlights in the first half and was getting his tail knocked off mm. and he got better. Like how many young guys go in the hole? Uh, and he got, the more they hit him, the better he got. He was like Rocky. You know, it was yeah. crazy to watch him. I mean, it really was. He settled in completely, started to play more instinctively. Uh, this Boise State feels like some of the Boise State teams of old. I think they found a running back too, which was important, and yes. Robert Mahone, who looked really good. So I am really optimistic about Boise, but I was coming into the season. I just think it was important for them to get off to a good start. They didn't, but they found a way to win on the road in a tough environment. Very good. Uh, spinning it forward, you'll be in Knoxville this week for another, uh, sorry to say, disappointing matchup after watching Tennessee and BYU uh, you know, in week one, uh, in losses. But I have a question about Tennessee, and obviously, you know, you're down there, you're doing your thing on, on SEC Network on Monday nights with Marcus, and I imagine, you know, there's nothing good being said about this. Now, when you look back, everything was positive when they hired Jim Chaney as the right. offensive coordinator, and everything I read from David Ubbin of The Athletic, he covers Tennessee, and during camp was Cheney's working with the offensive line solely. He's not, he's not, you know, during individual, during all this time. And then you see what happened against Georgia State. Right. Like Tennessee, Cheney, like you've known, I mean, he's been in the league forever. He's a lifer of the SEC. <laughs> sure. What do you, what, you know, now you watch the film. What do you expect from them this Saturday and moving forward? Well, I, I think they finally got their attention. I think it's yeah. a young team and last week's, I guess, Last week's performance was as indicative of immaturity as it was a lack of talent, skill, etc. And that was a sign of an immature football team. And it was pretty obvious with how they went about it. Uh, they couldn't get lined up defensively. Offensive line, they played 10 different guys along the front. Now, I don't know about y'all. Y'all have a great chemistry together, but if they were rotating Stanford Steve out every couple plays, every couple weeks, it'd be tough for Bear to get in a rhythm. And if Bear were to rotate out of game day, I mean, it'd be tough to, it's a, it's all rhythmic and I don't care who you are. You can't develop chemistry unless you're together every day. Especially like, with all those zone blocking schemes. All the I, zone it's, it's, it's incredible. You can't do it. No. And, like, you can't. and, and by the way, they, I didn't feel like at any point they tried to get on the perimeter. I mean, I, mm. I felt like some of their running schemes, they took them lightly over vanilla. And they got exposed. And outside of Eric Gray, who is the freshman running back, yeah. uh, I would say there was hardly an, an entertaining piece of that offense. I thought Jawan Jennings looked healthy and nice for the first time in a while. Uh, but man, outside of those two guys, there really, really weren't a ton of bright spots. When you play 10 offensive linemen, man, you're never going to create any level of cohesiveness. So they have to pick and stick. I don't care. What they do, you can't be rotating guys all over the place along the offensive line expecting that group to have confidence and to be sound in protection. So they had busts, they had misassignments, and uh, I don't think they, I don't think they respected their opponent very much last week, and it showed. Uh, and they, I tell you, Georgia State played hard, really, really hard. They deserve to win. That, that's the thing. I mean, you can understand if you're a team like Iowa and you come out and you kind of just go through. I mean, wow, you go through the motions, yep. you win. Right to lose that game outright to a team that it, what I, I don't think they'd been within five touchdowns of an FBS team in their short little 
uh, or a Power 5 team in their short little tenure as an FBS program. I mean, to, to lose the game outright on your home field in probably one of the, not probably, one of the more delusional fan bases out there. <laughs> I mean, there are people talking, oh, we're going to go 10-2. and two, I'm like, 10-2. I mean, yeah, maybe who, Tennessee. Who is on that? <laughs> maybe Tennessee and Vandy combined are going to win 10 games. I mean, <laughs> but, but like, to think you're going to compete with, with Georgia and Florida in the East, uh, uh, it's going to be an interesting atmosphere in there uh, on Saturday with BYU coming in off of the, the loss. Because BYU's defense actually played pretty well uh, against yes. Utah. So I'm, I'm, I, I know there been a, I, I've heard from a couple of people that there have been a couple of sharp bets on BYU uh, early in the week into that opening number. So see if that ye old steakhouse, by the way, in Bethel. Oh, I know you've yeah. been there. That's a little but, off the radar, though. That's it, a little. It, that's a little outside it, the proximity, correct. though. Yeah, you got to drive a little. You're right. You're right. It is. It's legit, though. More Austin, where I'm going to be this weekend. Curious to get your feelings on this. Uh, both teams uh, delivered the goods of blowout fashion uh, right. in, in the opener. I totally misread LSU and how I thought they'd kind of just go through the motions. And I they, didn't see they, your Twitter. I know. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> did, did you Did you know that I went zero and four on the column and one and two on the board? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't pay that close no. attention anymore, Bear. No, I can't do that anymore. I have a family, so uh, no, I can't. I can't get too carried away. Um, I, I'm I, so tell me this. Uh, y'all watched them last week. I thought LSU looked excellent yep. um, on both sides of the football. I thought Texas looked solid. Mm-hmm. I'm really concerned about Sam Ellinger having to carry the ground attack on his own and the exposure that he might have to take if they can't find a capable, solid tandem at running back because right now if you're going into a game with one running back i don't know how i don't know how you can expect sam ellinger to potentially take 10 15 20 hits he didn't take a single hit last week which was such a relief yeah in watching tech he got down he got out of bounds he was smart with how he carried the football and i don't know how you do that against an aggressive team like lsu i i go line by line man by man i think lsu is a way better football team i mean in texas i still think is a good team I think LSU is up there in talent with Clemson's and the Alabamas of the world. I mean, it's close. Maybe not quite to that level, but it's close. I would say it's closer to there, the top two, than it is to the teams at 10, where I would think Texas probably is in regards to talent. So I, I don't know how y'all see it. This game has been all over the place on the board. I've seen it. In, I've seen Texas as a slight favorite. I've seen it's up to LSU six. As a, yeah, it's the LSU. And I think it's only going to go up. I don't know about y'all. Like I, I think it's only going to. What do you have? Y'all watched it. What do you feel good about outside of a home field advantage? What makes you and Tom Herman's track record as an underdog? That's it. That's it. it. Tom, Tom Herman as, a, as an underdog. That's Texas, it. Texas is in, running back depth is an issue now with Whittington getting hurt. It's a problem. I, I, I'm really interested in because I love Todd Orlando and I, yeah. you know, we saw it in the Sugar Bowl. People can make what they want of that game. Texas, they did, they did it. They slowed Georgia mm-hmm. down. They won the game. He's got two young corners. Um, right. Uh, you know the, the LSU offense. Obviously, it's Georgia Southern, uh, but they look good, man. Burrow was getting the ball out of out of his hand, yeah. and he's got some guys that he could throw it to, man. Oh, there's studs outside. Oh that, my lord! Honestly, so like, that combined think... with the with the Texas offensive line, because yes. I just I just I don't think they're. I mean, you can't prepare for for these war dogs that are coming in from Baton Rouge. So I the, I just don't I don't want to give that many points though on the road, knowing what. LSU can become offensively if they do get, you know, you know, 
if they don't come out, you know, polished with an A effort. Sure. That, that, I, get, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Laying a touchdown on the road scares me to death. Yeah. Especially against the top 10 team. Yep. I'm willing to roll the dice on it. I am. And part of the reason why is because I think about Texas and Bear just hit on it and the offensive line things that you discussed. Texas is going to have to resort to throwing the football almost exclusively. Mm. I just don't envision them being able to create much of the fear in Dave Aranda and that LSU defense. I'm not sure they're going to be real concerned about Texas trying to run the football. All right, good. Go run Ellinger. Have him run into the teeth of this defense. That's yeah. no problem. Run him 20 times. Let's see how he throws it and how he gets up and how sore he is in the second half. I mean, I, I, so I think they're going to have to resort to throwing the football. Where I feel, and I, I actually like Texas's receivers pretty good. I think mm. they're solid at that position, but I don't love the matchup against Christian Fulton, who, in my opinion, is maybe the best corner in college football. The true freshman, Derek Stingley, who's <laughs> outstanding. What a story. This what a story. He's going to be a freak show. Unbelievable. He already is. Exactly. I was talking to Ryan Clark about it. Like, he, you know, yeah. obviously played there. No one, he, he can't remember. Anyone started coming. First game and return punts as a corner. No, no one. I'm telling you, it's at LSU, we're not talking exactly. about exactly. Yeah, you know, at LSU, UT San Antonio. We're talking <laughs> LSU where they got dudes. So, so I actually like Texas receivers as a whole, but you're playing in the strength two elite corners plus Delpit. We even talk about Delpit exactly. Who, you know, might be the first overall Best pick player in the a field. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't like the matchup at all for Texas unless they can create some. Some opportunities on the ground to get those guys in some, in some favorable situations. I just don't know how Texas is consistently going to be able to move the football. Uh, the other obviously big game this week is A&M at Clemson. Um, a couple things here. When I look at this game and I know the kid from A&M, uh, you know, said there's going to be an upset and everybody could have fun with that on the talk shows all week. What I find, com- um, uh, valuable here is I think A&M gets a ton of playing out of playing them last year. I think that was huge to actually see, you know, what it, what it is. Now I know those guys are, are gone on the D line from Clemson, but just to be able to line up and, and for Mon to see, you know, what, what it looks like, uh, from, from Venables, you know, with, with his tendencies and all that stuff, I think it's huge for A&M. Now, when you get back, and you look at the game being in Clemson, the A&M secondary kind of worries me um, because just like Texas can't prepare for the LSU D-line, you can't right. prepare for these Clemson receivers, man. No. And, and, no. and, and it's, it, it, it's a, you know, they just keep wheeling them in. You know, right. I, the opening kickoff last year, number 10, the, the freshman from Clemson, he's back there returning kicks. I'm like, oh my God. Like you can't, like he's not even <laughs> wasting. He's just throwing in your face as Davo is just doing with all these five stars. But I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate here. I didn't think Lawrence was that impressive last week. Agreed. And I know it's the first game and I know it's Georgia Tech and he didn't know what to expect with Collins. But when you look at this game, big picture, do you, are you buying A and M with the experience? You know, you know, playing well here. Well, I, I think you hit on a few things there that were really, really, really good. Uh, actually, I hadn't even thought about the first aspect of it. Is how many teams are beat before they even show up to play Clemson? Especially uh, there, a bunch yep. just out of sheer fear. And and you look across the end of the line of scrimmage, you look across the field during warmups, like oh god, they look a little better than we do. <laughs> we better play well. You know, I actually experienced that from a coach. <laughs> Uh, a couple of years ago, I won't say who, 
but it might be a coach that the following year beat them and the year before the year after that they almost beat them and it took a fourth and change <laughs> to to get a winner if you can read between the lines yeah that coach said we don't look like that i'm like yeah i know coach you better play well today <laughs> and they proceeded to lose like 60 to 3 that that first year that coach's tenure but long story short looking at Trevor Lawrence's performance, I don't think he was anywhere near where he needs to be. Mm. Um, I was, if anything, I was somewhat disappointed with how he played. I thought he was careless with football. The, the interception at the end of half was alarming. Yeah. Uh, I know at that point you're thinking, oh, I, oh, well, who cares? Let's take a chance at it. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. You can't do it. Um, I didn't think he looked very effective. He ran the ball with a little bit better. I would say he, he made sure that you knew his legs existed. Which was encouraging, but that's not who he is. But the best thing that could have happened for Clemson is that ATN gets out of the gate like that. Cause you know, you got to account for their passing offense. Their receivers are a handful and you can't play man coverage. Anyone that wants to play man coverage against Clemson is digging their own grave. Uh, how are you going to cover these guys across the board? I mean, between Higgins and Ross, Ross did nothing. Yeah. Uh, but Higgins had a nice day, but Ross, we already know what he's capable of. You hear nothing but amazing things about this Joe Nagata guy who uh, mm. is a freshman that had his first reception last week. So um, they're across the board ridiculous. You can't play man coverage, which means it puts a huge onus on your front. The only way A&M can stay in this game is if their defensive line plays out of their mind. The good news is for A&M, that might be their best position. Group. Yeah. Uh, they have Justin Matabike, who's incredible. Clements is a really good piece off the edge. They have some really good pieces along the defensive line, and that defensive line has to not only keep keep ATN contained, but they have to also put pressure on Trevor Lawrence in the passing game because they're going to have to account as many people in the secondary and the linebacker core to the passing game as possible because I just do not feel good about that matchup between the Aggie secondary and the Clemson wide receivers. And we didn't even mention the Jimbo factor. <laughs> Jimbo's Jimbo's familiar, and I can assure you, Jimbo's confidence. Uh, he won't be he won't be affected. He, I'm, I expect Mon to play well. Yeah, like I, I, I they're I not gonna you. they're not gonna be like you know run the ball and try and hang around in the game. I think I, they're gonna try and attack Clemson, which is gonna be awesome to, to watch. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, when I when that line came out, did y'all have the same reaction I did? Man, 17 and yeah. a half. That just seemed like a, and I saw it as high as 19 yep. in some spots. Yeah, it opened, a lot of people opened at 19 and a half this week. Wow. And that and it, seems it, like a ton of points. Yeah. It, it, it does, but typically the, the way to go is don't play the dog. I mean, I went back and right. looked and, uh, in, since 1990, like if you look at top 12 matchups where you've got a, a top 12 team getting three scores, the 21 games are just seven and 14 against the number. So the, the the trend is, and if it looks odd, so a lot of points. Got to take the dog in this big top twelve matchup. Uh, two out of three times, you're wrong. So yeah, how many points is Death Valley getting them? Seven, yeah. probably. You think a touchdown? Six. Really? Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say six or six or seven. Wow. I mean, so. I can see it. I mean, I, that place is pretty wild. Yeah, and it's only God, getting it crazy. Like a lot of points. Yeah, no doubt. That's I was there tonight. Jimbo went in there with Jameis, and that was oh, the quickest blowout the I've ever seen in, in my balloon. life. I couldn't believe. I, like, I was out of there in the first quarter. I'm like, yeah, 
That was cool. The highlight was watching Dabo get off the bus. <laughs> the entrance was something. Well, as soon as you saw Jameis' speech in the locker room before the game, you said, all right, this is about to go sideways yeah. real quick. <laughs> That's you knew, right. That uh, was that night. Um, you know, when FSU and eat, when your quarterback gets up and says, if we're going to do it, we might as well do it big. Uh, and the whole team just as cool as the other side of the pillow, just relaxed, and they go out and do work like that. It's like, all right, they're going to win the national championship. You can call it a day <laughs> on the rest of the season. Uh, one thing before we get you out of here, Greg, I just want an X's and O's thing. You know, we're watching game. I, we mentioned, you know, I was, te- you were texting with, with myself during that Wake Forest game and just the idea of what you see from a general landscape offensively across the country. And obviously everybody's in the gun and they're, and they're running this ride and decide and they're, you know, running zone read. It's so frustrating to me to see it just, it feels like it, it, it either the quarterbacks or the coaches are not giving the quarterback the right to read it, or the quarterback is just reading it wrong all the time because when they give it, it's, there's guys waiting for it. When they right. keep it, there's guys waiting for them. Do you just is it is it is it me or are they just pre? Is it on the quarterback or you think it's on the coaches? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, uh, I think there's a few things at play here. One, teams are not as deep at quarterback as they once were uh-huh. because of the transfer portal. As soon as a quarterback gets beat out, they leave. Yep. So whereas back in the day, you have two or three guys that you can trust. Now you're lucky. You're lucky if you have two. Lucky. Uh, in most cases, even in places that have great talent and have recruited really well, they only have one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Ohio State's one of those places. Uh, Alabama might be one of those places, even though some people feel good about Mac Jones. I mean, uh, there's a million places that, that only have one good quarterback. And if he goes down, their season is over. So my Oklahoma might be one of those places, you know, mm-hmm. Texas, another spot. So you, you, I think the coaches now are trying to protect quarterbacks from taking unnecessary hits. And now the RPO game has advanced so much that RPOs have kind of taken the place of the zone read. Now there's still a Got time it. and a place to keep people honest in regards to the zone read game, but most of it, the option is not for the quarterback to carry it around the edge. I read in the defensive end. Most of it is the quarterback is looking at the whole picture, and if a guy collapses, then he throws it as opposed to keeping it. So I, th- I think that there's probably a few things in place there. It would have to depend clearly on the offense and the situation and, and all these other aspects. But I think coaches are going out of their way to protect their starters nowadays. And I also think, too, uh, that the – RPO game has advanced to a point which there's answers in the passing game where you don't have to put your quarterback in, in harm's way as often as he once did. All right. Very good. Um, we'll also get into the number of fumbles you see because of these kinds of exchanges compared to, you know, oh old gosh. teams in the I so formation. Many. Like, I'd love so to see that, re- that research I mean, done. You, because well, you talked about Tennessee already. Tennessee oh. had four fumbles last week. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had like three or four fumbles week one. It's like, what are we doing? Oh, I'm watching Stanford Northwestern. They each had Three oh, fumbles my each. Seriously, like two best coach teams in America. Oh. Like, it's like, oh it's, my god, oh, man, um, it's unbelievable. All right, my man, uh, have fun in Knoxville, and uh, I appreciate you doing this. All right, y'all are the best. Thanks again. See you, bud. Thanks again to Greg. Uh, again, the Big Mike Happy Uncle Big Mike Happy recap. We want to call it. Uh, I am on Maryland Syracuse over fifty eight. UCLA minus seven. Uh, Nebraska money line minus 175 and the over in the Baylor game 56. Bear, you go. For the four that I like right now for sure, Akron plus the points nine and a half for 10, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon State plus the six and a half for seven, 
uh, Tulane plus the 18, uh, Western Michigan plus the 16 and a half, and leaning towards adding Michigan to that, but we'll find out. He's everybody's uncle, by the way. He is. He is. Uh, hope you listen all the way to the end, Big Mike. Um, <laughs> all right, that'll do it. Week three, I actually previewed the slate, and I, I, I like I like some things. Yeah, we 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 I like we, some yeah, things. They'll, they'll, circumstances, some, good. some situations where games are going to be played. Uh, but we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening. Listen, Terry, what is it again? Rate, rate review, rate, and rate, subscribe. Yeah, rate, review, rate, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. All right, very good. And the less you bet, the more you lose when you win.